You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Hey everyone and welcome back. It's episode 98 mm-hmm. of the Lifted Life Podcast. Um, I was checking out over there my details guide to make sure I got that detail right. Well, also while I, while I do the intro, you kind of do the swaying dance, so it's kind of distracting. So I'm trying to concentrate and say the right words. Because it's... Very important. <laughs> I say the same thing every time. <laughs> okay, so it's episode 98, and this week we are talking about the idea of a breakdown to a breakthrough. Basically, if you feel like you might be in the midst of a breakdown, how to use it to get you through it for the breakthrough. And if you're not in the middle of a breakdown, how you can still have a breakthrough. Two important components this week Mm -hmm. on the Lifted Life show. So first and foremost, have you been through a breakdown that led to a breakthrough? I can't recall a specific one. But I think where we got this idea was we were talking about people being at rock bottom or being at the at their wits end and saying that, man, isn't that amazing? Because you know there's only up from here. <laughs> like they're on, on the midst of a breakthrough and that's probably the worst thing or that's probably the last thing they want to hear. But is it though, really, if you truly believed that all that was left was your breakthrough, wouldn't you feel a little relieved? Okay, so someone right above that, you say that it's the last thing they want to hear. But when someone's hit rock bottom, they're like, give me anything. And I think that's where you, you hear a lot of stories of people that are having horrible things happen to them and then they turn it around. And, and that's why it's because they're at rock bottom and they're opening up to the infinite possibility of anything and then they find it. Yeah, I wouldn't even go as far as horrible things happening to them. I think more in context of what's been going on, it's just one frustration or disappointment or sadness after another of feeling but, like... But isn't that what, what Eckhart Tolle, isn't that what he shares? He was at rock bottom and then the next day he's enlightened. <laughs> Something like that. Short trip yeah. there. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I just kind of think that rather than make it seem like because a lot of people, I would say, wouldn't really believe they're at rock bottom necessarily. Mm. They're just frustrated and over it, and it feels like they're heading t- towards a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I was sharing an extreme case, yeah. which is what I think what we were talking about. Well, maybe we weren't, but that's what I was talking about in the car. Yeah. I was thinking more just the constant frustration of, for instance, I was talking mm. to my sister about their school system keeps changing what's going on, and then mm-hmm. the parents like that she'd talk to, like, they're like, okay, I went ahead and quit my job because the kids are going to be home. Then they got an email the next day that's like, but it could be that in two weeks you can go back to school or something like that to that effect. And she's like, are you kidding? I just quit my job because I thought this was Mm -hmm. going to be the the temper or the the permanent kind of a more permanent thing. And so just that frustrating unknown and the continual unknown that started with, say, 21 days to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. And then now we're like 200 days into that. Something like that. Someone mm-hmm. who says, this isn't what I was told. Yeah. And I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. And I'm getting down. And I'm getting to feel defeated. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a defeated energy out there. And people are sick and tired of not knowing what to expect and not Mm -hmm. feeling empowered that they can create something because there's too many unknowns. And so I feel like for those people, the message that I wanted to get out this week is that if you're feeling that way, 
please know that a breakthrough is one better feeling thought away Mm -hmm, because you've gotten to this depth of experience and it has continued to show you that which you do not prefer, which is a strong indicator of what you do prefer if Mm -hmm. you're willing to see it. Okay, I hate the unknown. Okay, what can you create that will be unknown? You can create a schedule. You can create a to-do list. You can create opportunities for yourself. Yeah. So if you know, I think think the key with that is, um, like, focus wheels is a good example. A focus wheel. You start with a the best feeling thought you can think of right now. Write it down, and then what comes from that? That's a little bit better than that one. And you do that until you get around the wheel. And when you get done with the wheel, you're like elated, or you're supposed. I feel That's like when I've idea. tried to do it, I get really tripped up because yeah. I just go right to the big guy. I actually stopped doing them because okay. I was just like, this is getting boring. And, Redundant a uh-huh, bit. And I started doing them just recently. Um, my mentor was talking about them and he said something that just sounded different. You know, it was just like, oh yeah. That's how you're supposed to do them. You're supposed to do the next best thought. Like the next best thought that the next best feeling that you got from what you wrote and you build upon it. And like I had stopped doing that somewhere along the way and I was just writing ideas, random ideas around the the wheel do you ever feel like you just jump to the most amazing thought and you're like oh hey how am i gonna get to the rest okay. of- <laughs> little that's- disclaimer uh sometimes i save that one to the end because like how am i gonna top that one <laughs> like but which is dumb because i should have known that one first and then i would have to top it to go yeah. on so what we're talking about um, right now if you're a little confused it's yeah. called a focus wheel and it's a tool and mm-hmm. a lot of times on the show we talk about various tools that we use to help us to stay feeling good to mm-hmm. help us feel better to help us stay on top of our game because we know when we're feeling good we're doing more good in the world we're creating a bigger movement for lifted we're getting the word out in a bigger way and so we take feeling good pretty darn seriously Mm -hmm. because when we don't feel well or we feel off or we feel down it's okay we allow that experience but we know that when we feel good more people benefit including ourselves first and foremost and so I always like to say the top priority is feeling good and everything else falls into place after that. Mm-hmm. And so a focus wheel is a feel good strategy that you could look into. You could probably just search on YouTube. I'm sure some, lots of people how but, to do a focus wheel. Yeah. I mean, Abraham Hicks is the the one that's known for, I don't know if, if they created the focus wheel, but they're the most popular known. But what you were saying reminded me of a focus wheel when you were saying you can make a schedule, you can do these things. Maybe those are a little bit too big, though. Maybe you should start with something a little smaller that's attainable and even in one thought. I will then, go on one walk every day. Is you, like yeah. It's no longer an unknown. It's known. Even if it's around the block, I go yeah. on a walk. Or when I leave this kitchen, I'll think of something positive. Like It can be something that small. Like, right. Yeah. Yes. Good point. But momentum is what you're after. Right? right. Creating your own momentum and also creating your own known. But only if you find yourself resenting the fact that There are no knowns, right? Maybe that's not what's frustrating you. And instead, the really great tool in this instance is to recognize what is frustrating you and allow the contrast of it to be presented to you. So when you recognize that you don't like X, you can allow it to lead you directly to Y. Okay. Yes. Got it. Hey, Tim, ask me if I've had any breakdowns. Is this a trick question? No. Have you had any breakdowns, babe? Yes, I've had a lot of breakdowns. Are you kidding me? I've had more than I can count and more than I can share on the show. But I also have had a lot of breakthroughs. That's a fact. So a lot of low points, a lot of dark nights of the soul, and a lot of breakthroughs that have led to some of my greatest accomplishments, achievements, and most fulfilling 
things I've done. So to me, I've seen the power of a, a breakdown to a breakthrough, but I've also experienced a breakthrough from not a breakdown. I've experienced mm-hmm. a breakthrough from meditation, mm-hmm. which did not require any suffering or pain. It mm-hmm. was instead a commitment to this idea. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to note that while a breakdown can lead to a breakthrough, it's not required for one. What you got? Why are you making that face? What if your meditation was a breakdown of some barriers that you had that allowed you to have the breakthrough? Not in the traditional breakdown where you're fascinating broken down where you can't hardly function. It re- but It reminds me of the Rumi quote, your mm-hmm. job is not to seek for love, but to break down all the walls you've built against it. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I like that. Maybe it was a breakdown all along. Maybe we are not here to learn something so much as to unlearn, right? Like Mm -hmm. we are born perfect and connected and tapped in. And then we build up walls and barriers. What are you doing? Two shows in a row, my... (laughs) Your timer to remind you. My timer went off. This is embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Does it go through even if you have it on silence? Apparently. Oh my gracious. Okay, we'll come back to that. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor for the week, and then we will get back to this discussion because it's good stuff. Oh my gosh, go through. Okay, so this week's sponsor is Mood Super Strains and Bifidus Mood Boost. It's the combo. So this customer had given a listed out kind of what they've been dealing with, and we came to the conclusion that this combination would be a good place to start or one or the other. I think I recall saying mood super strains or bifidus would be good. It sounds like based on your symptoms. And so this customer decided rather than one or the other, they started really, really slow with both and um, recently reached out and shared uh, this note. She said, I keep meaning to tell you, I've been thinking about what the probiotics have done for me. And then we've got a couple bullet points here. Uh, One, more even temper. Shouting at the kids was pretty common. I don't think I've raised my voice more than a few times in the last few months. Now, first of all, that's pretty wild considering the times. Two, I've been exercising, which is partly down to having a much more content feeling and so feeling like it's totally doable. Three, general feeling of well-being. So this was a really awesome bit of feedback to receive, especially when um, someone reaches out. I typically will listen to their symptoms and then share which of our four probiotics I think would be best. Sometimes I'll share two, like maybe this one or that one. And the really wild thing is sometimes they'll say, oh, I already ordered one and it wasn't even that one. They'll reach back out and say, this one's been working great. Mm-hmm. So while I am always happy to share which one I think might be best, I am not a rocket genie. <laughs> That's a new one. I've heard That's of rocket a new genie. One. It came to me. But it is kind of amazing that over this time, all the people that have taken our products and all the feedback we've gotten, you can generally categorize it and get close. But like you said, everyone's so unique that if it really does take some trial yeah. to, to figure out exactly what, what you need. And occasionally a combination. So you, yeah. for instance, take two as well mm-hmm. and prefer the way you feel. You take... I take SBO and mid-boosting probiotic. Yeah. And you like that? I just, and blended rhodoxy, but yeah, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. So I just take Bifidus Mood Boost, and I feel good with that. Um, but like I said, you can combine them, mm-hmm. and you can also alternate, which some people do. But this person uh, just combines, kind of alternates every other day, or takes them both at the same time. I'm not exactly sure, but she says she's taking both. 
So that's great. And I love hearing that kind of feedback. So putting them together can also create different benefits. And I don't necessarily feel like it's like, oh, now I have to take two things and buy two of the same thing every, potentially for most people it'll last them longer because they're only taking like half a capsule of one and half of another. So it's not necessarily like you have mm-hmm. to pay more. You're just paying more up front so that you have four months supply because each bottle does have 60 capsules. And have we mentioned our incredibly affordable price? Two of our probiotic and prebiotics, those cost $25.88, and the other two probiotic only are $28.88. That's basically, um, it feels a little tricky because it's like, why would the one with more with prebiotics also cost less? Well, it's actually about the specific types of good bacteria we include in each formula and how much those raw materials cost, and that transfers to our price. However, we do aspire to keep our costs as affordable as possible because I see our probiotics as something that everyone could benefit from, and I don't want to make it just for the elite. I try to make it accessible for as many people as I can. Yeah, and on the lines of that, I think somewhere we need to share better that we don't believe in any unnatural fillers or any extra fillers. It's always just what you bought. And a lot of times people will comment on it looks cracked or the color is a little bit different. And that's why yep. it looked like you were going to add to that. But no, that's good. And I think that's something that we don't share often is that's why it's, it's not imp- imperfect, but it's, that's why it's not quite as uniform. It's, that, that's why it's not uniform because we don't add anything to it. We don't put fillers in. I guess you could put fillers in and make it not look cracked, make it completely full, but we don't do that. We do exactly what, what we say is in the, yeah. in the capsule points okay so enough about that back to the show so as you know this week we're talking about breakdowns and breakthroughs and you really threw me off there by saying even if it doesn't look like you're in the midst of a breakdown or your experience a breakdown in some way you are essentially breaking down old beliefs old patterns mm-hmm. the old you and it reminds me of dr joe's other book breaking the habit of being yourself mm-hmm. And you can't be the new person and the old person at the same time, essentially, is what it feels like you're saying. It's like you are shedding a layer or leveling up Mm -hmm. to create that new result. So whether it's an experience, like you don't want to experience anxiety anymore, whether it's, um, I don't know, a frustration you're looking to release, like you have to break the habit of being yourself, the old self, and stop living by the emotions of your past, which is another Dr. Joeism. Mm-hmm. So um, even if it doesn't seem like you're in the midst of a breakdown, in some ways to hit that breakthrough, old beliefs, old patterns will be required to be released, shed, or to have that breakdown. I like that. Yeah. So when you define it in, in that, in those terms, when you summarize what I said back to <laughs> in my me, own words, in your you're own like, words, that's a dang good I'm idea. Like, Maybe I have had a breakdown then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say when I quit, quit my engineering job and became a full-time entrepreneur, that was very, um, very much a breakdown in a way that like of your identity. Yeah. I felt like I was giving up an identity that I had built over 20 years and let's yeah. be clear too. I didn't like make you do that. No, no, it, Sometimes I think people at your work think that it was like... Maybe. No one's ever said that, but prob- maybe at some... I like I was working my buns off because I thought it was what you wanted, and so I was doing everything I well, could. it was, to- but um, <laughs> it's like the, the book we're reading to our kids, careful what you, what you, wish, careful what you wish for because you might get it. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Like I was wishing for it, um, 
but then I'm starting to get frustrated because it wasn't there yet and the way it wasn't coming. I don't know. And then definitely it was a breakdown, but then now it's a breakthrough because it's well, been, you're relearning yeah. like what it really means to be you, that your identity isn't really ever what you do. Yeah. It's who you are mm-hmm. and who you, who you choose to be mm-hmm. in each moment. So, all right. What else can we say about a breakdown and a breakthrough? I feel like I just wanted to say that if you feel like it's a low point and you feel like you're either in the middle of a breakdown or you're heading to one, to bring some loving awareness to that label of a breakdown, it sounds terrible, right? It sounds mm-hmm. like the worst possible thing, but actually, what if it's this beautiful evolution and it was this has been working and conspiring in your favor to help you undo the old you to release those old patterns and those beliefs that are they're weighing you down they're like bricks in your backpack and they're being asked to be taken out and lighten your load so that you can Mm. go to that next level of enjoyment or success or love or even just appreciation for what you have in your life without those bricks weighing you down. Yeah. I think what you said before about, um, basically contrast that if you feel like you're at a breakdown, you have so much information of what you don't want. And that's actually a good thing because now you know exactly what you want. It is your job to shift your attention yeah. towards what is this leading exactly. me back to? That, I, that's you, the key is you have to shift your attention away from what you don't want. You you figured it out. You have it there in front of you. All the evidence of all the things that are wrong, you have to look away from that to the things that are the opposite of that. It reminds me of when I have a, a bit of a headache and it's like mm. this right temple. And you reminded me, don't mm. think about your right temple, then think and about your left, left temple. Yeah. Think about how good it feels. Does it feel loose and spacious or free or light? Mm cool and relaxed and i put all my attention on that left temple and i appreciate it and i expand it and i think it's that same thing don't mm-hmm. keep your attention on what you don't want allow the contrast to lead you back to what you do want but, and but also be easy on yourself there are days that i'm like i don't want to do that i just want to go take a tylenol <laughs> like i don't want to mess with it well my i mean there are days that i, I do that i just go take a tylenol I my mean, gig is never that i'm yourself. above the tylenol it's yeah. just there's been a point in my life where i took it too much no, I'm ta- I'm ta- personally for me like right. give yourself whatever that thing is for you, give yourself a little bit of, of uh, grace, a little bit like it, you can't solve it all in one day. Right. And if you do utilize some help like that, mm-hmm. once it's relaxed, then continue to do the work. Yeah. Don't just numb it out and yeah, band-aid yeah. it and be like, well, it's done. Instead, continue to explore yeah. what might've been those heavy bricks in your backpack. Mm-hmm. Cause it's okay to shake them out and lighten the load and feel better. Actually. What? Naturally. Naturally. Just All right. Good. I think that is a wrap. I think that's a great show. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about it. Good. I mean, hopefully it provides some value to our listeners out there. It's always the plan. <laughs> All right. It's coffee time. We're going to go. We appreciate you listening to the show. As always, if you enjoyed the show, a screenshot to your stories or to a friend to pass it along. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.